0: In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about the gift of the Father, so stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Monday Moments. I'm your host, Travis. With me today is Pastor Dennis, and we are concluding our sermon series on The Prodigals Reborn. I think so. Yeah. And uh, it's been a great series, kind of a short four-week series, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah. Four weeks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, really good series. And you and you concluded this series by talking about the, the gift of the Father. And I love the way you put it. It's the how much more of the Father. I mm-hmm. thought that was really good. And so um, you talked about the Holy Spirit and how that was what Jesus said how much more will the Father give the Holy yeah. Spirit to those who ask? And yeah. so there was a lot that you um, uh, tackled and taught on and preached about, which I thought you did a great job. I wonder if um, for anyone who may not have heard or watched um, Sunday's sermon, if you might give just a, a, a recap and maybe kind of the big picture.
1: Yeah, I, I, whenever you talk about the Holy Spirit, you have so many people going so many different ways. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. And it's almost like, uh, you know, churches have avoided the topic uh, because they don't want to stir things up. And yeah. yet, yet the, the, the reason I think it is, is because the Holy Spirit is so important. I mean, right. he, it's not so important, you got a list of 10 different things and he's really important. No, he's the most important yeah. part of the church from the time that jesus left he said i will send the holy spirit yeah and he will comfort you he'll instruct you he'll always be with you he's the power source
0: yeah jesus even said it's better for you that i go away it's better yeah you have to like whoa it's better that jesus is going away
1: yeah and so why is it so uh so so controversial well i took it all the way back to genesis where you see when God uh, spoke to Adam and Eve and said, "Don't touch that tree," well, what was the first thing that happened? The devil came along and mm-hmm. said, uh, "He didn't really see that." Say that the, the, the lies and the deceptions and the doubts that were sowed right after the Holy Spirit fell. What happened? What happened was that the naysayers came along mm-hmm. and said, "Look at them; they're drunk." They're drunk. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, and so consequently, people have been fearful of all things fearful of what god said how much more right how much more am i going to give you what better gift am i going to give you what better partner what better counselor what better power source i'm going to give you more than the fact that you can pray and ask me anything mm. yeah. you want right anything i'm going to do one better i'm going to give you the how much more and the how much yeah. more According to Jesus in Luke 11, was the Holy Spirit. And according to Acts chapter 2, was not only the Holy Spirit for them at Pentecost, but it was for you, mm-hmm. for your children, for all who are far off the Gentile world, for as many as the Lord our God shall call to himself. That's you and I. Yeah. So, and people are confused because they think, well, uh, some people will say, well, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, was there at Pentecost, and then and then at Azusa Street or at the Welsh Revival or sometime current. No. If you study church history, the Holy Spirit has always, always, always been, there. Been, been there. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit have always been there. Mm-hmm. The anointings of the Holy Spirit have always been there. Always. Yeah. It's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, a big picture on the big picture. The big it? picture on the big picture. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Way to condense, you know, Garden of Eden all the way to church yeah, history. and <laughs> Yeah. You know,
1: and, 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 and yeah, and I'm passionate about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: because there has been both the denial and the excesses, mm-hmm. and it keeps yes. people from the very best that God has to give right. to us, Right, and it, we shouldn't be afraid of it.
0: Yeah, you've got the extremes and then this, yes. this giant ocean in between, and there's truth that's in there.
1: There's truth that's in there, but it's not even narrow, uh, Travis. Yeah, It is wide, and there are people in the body of Christ today that are filled with the Holy Spirit, operating in His gifts, uh, uh, ex- displaying his great, great fruit mm-hmm. on both sides of this medium. You have people who are who are who are all the way over here, and you've got people who are all the way over here. Yeah. So, if we could just realize that it's the same Holy Spirit. I was thinking the other day. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. How many people have come to Christ since Jesus res- was resurrected from the mm-hmm. grave? Since Pentecost, how many people have come to Christ? Hmm. I'm sure it's beyond billions. Oh, I'm sure. And I know that the Holy Spirit did not operate the same in every one of yeah. those. He is. It's again. It's like the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Any fruit that you want. Yeah. You know? And all of the trees different. You know. And so, consequently, you know, I'm excited about just looking at this again and yeah. experiencing it again. You know. Yeah,
0: I think it's interesting that you you brought it back all the way to the garden and the deception that that Satan uh, used against Adam and Eve. I mean, essentially, what was he saying? Well, oh, God's not really good. He's holding out on you.
1: You know, he's sowing doubt. Sowing so doubt. doubt. And what happened at Pentecost? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're just drunk. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, it's interesting that that was put in there for us because it says that when the Holy Spirit comes. There's going to be some things that you don't understand and some things are going to get messy, mm-hmm. but you know what? It's still the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Don't throw it out. Yeah. That's the emphasis.
0: Well, it wasn't one of the promises that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth and he will we'll remind us into, yes. of what Jesus
1: said. Yeah. 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 You know, and so, the, yeah. Are there excesses? Yes. Sure. But I think it's the denials that we have to worry about. Yeah. I really do. I think it's the denials we have to worry about. We have to correct the excesses. Sure. And certainly at Freedom Fellowship, we look at everything through a relational lens. Mm -hmm. Is the Holy Spirit going to operate here differently than he would someplace else? Yes, but that doesn't make it wrong. And I don't mean us wrong. I mean them wrong. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think it goes back. One of our core values is to seek God's heart and not just his hand. And I think the way that I have always understood is we try to approach the topic of the Holy Spirit as, yes, there is um, the filling of the Holy Spirit within us, but the Holy Spirit can also be known and related to just as another aspect of the Trinity, and to have this relationship with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, um, to hear his voice. And, and that's this whole dynamic that I think sometimes we miss, whether the the deniers want to, you know, they miss out on it, also the excess, you know. Um, I remember uh, one of the elders pointing out to me something interesting that I never really caught on to before. It's so often we want to go chasing after signs and wonders. But really, signs and wonders ought to follow us.
1: Yes, and that is exactly what the scripture says. that yeah. the signs and wonders will follow mm-hmm. the fivefold ministry. Right, that's what it says. Right. Uh, you know, there's so much to unpack. You know, I remember way back before you were born. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But back in 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 the Jesus movement, I went to I went to uh, uh, I was able to travel around with some uh, prophetic people. I was able to travel around with some teachers. And and we were going all over South Texas, and in all different kinds of meetings. There were I remember going to Catholic Charismatic meetings, hmm. and the the worship was different. The expression of the gifts were different than it was in our meetings, which was just a a, 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 a Jesus people Jesus freak meeting. Yeah. It was completely different, but it was the same Holy Spirit. Yeah, and yet now it seems that people have got to disagree. Hmm. And the very way, why can't we just, I mean, you look at, uh, you go into a garden and you see all of these different kinds of flowers. Yeah. You don't go up and say, that's not a very good flower because you don't look like this one. Right. You don't do that. We got to get over that. We got to begin to recognize that the Holy Spirit has a a personality that he wants to express through us. And he's so multifaceted. Yeah. Or multifaceted. Yes. In that, you know.
0: Where, if you had to maybe start to kind of pinpoint and narrow in on where a lot of this confusion and discord comes from around this, uh, around the subject of the Holy spirit. Where would you say that that comes from?
1: Oh, did the sound just go out on this? <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes with the demonstrative gifts. Okay. Speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, not so much prophecy because everybody likes that. Sure, uh, miracles, uh, the gifts of healing, these are all gifts of the Holy Spirit. You cannot deny that it's there in the book. Yeah. And yet what happens with those demonstrative gifts is, first of all, people get outside of the boundaries of Scripture. Hmm. That's one thing. Yeah. And then when there's people who don't understand, then you start to have stones thrown at one another, uh, particularly when it comes, for example, with the gift of tongues sure and and yet and yet it 's not supposed to be divisive that 's the problem, yeah. and people make it divisive uh and, and in fact people who are and that 's the problem because if you read Corinthians correctly, you will see that we 're just simply not supposed to make these gifts divisive, and yet they become very divisive, sure. I mean, everybody knows, you know, tongues, the least of the gifts, but a lot of people out there make it the most. Right. Right. And I'm not here to debate. I, you know, I, I can say with Paul, I thank God I speak in tongues more than the rest of you. Yeah. But that's not something to cause other people to fear the Holy Spirit from, you know? Right. And that can happen. It can happen. And the people who are afraid of it needs to recognize, you know what? If I'm really interested in knowing the scriptures, then maybe I need to look into this and figure it out. Yeah. Not, that, not that everybody has to have the same gift, but I want the least that God has for me, yeah. not just the most.
0: Right. Yeah, Paul said, don't neglect the speaking in, in no, tongues, no, no, but no. eagerly no. desire the greater gifts, yeah. prophecy, you yeah. know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's where what you were, what you were saying earlier about the excess— kind of comes in, um, people making the least of, this, of these gifts the most important one. And yeah,
1: yeah. And I think it's also, there is, a, there is plain and simple truth. Now, these sure. are mystical things. These are, these are gifts from heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not supposed to be completely understood. Uh, but even so, I, we should be celebrating the fact that the Holy Spirit is among us, right. not, not either beating one another up, over a gift. Yeah. Or denying that they're actually there. Right. You know, that's that's what I think, so.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting that we would be confused or afraid of an aspect of God. You <laughs> know, it's almost as if we can forget Wait a second this is the third aspect of the Trinity. Why would we think that it's any different than what the Bible says about God the Father or God the Son? He's good, he's trustworthy, he's loving. Like, why would we think that it's any different? Yeah. And yet so often, yeah, I feel like there there oftentimes is a a resistance.
1: Yeah, and that's what happened in the church at Corinth, is that there was people, um, there were some people who were overexpressing, could you put it that way? Sure, yeah. Some people who were abusing mm-hmm. uh if how how many how many kids have have gotten a a, a nice car from daddy and abuse the gift yep. you know uh there are people who were abusing and i'm sure that there were the naysayers mm-hmm. you know and paul comes in and he doesn't say stop doing this or do it all the time he says let's do this honestly in a mm-hmm. relational way yeah. let's do this so that the ungifted are not confused right Let's do this in such a way that we're using the gifts for the benefit of the church, not for the benefit of the individual. Right. You know? So there are all of those things that were going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Paul talks about doing everything in an orderly manner so that the church is edified and built up. You know, the, sub, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Um,
1: right. And if I could say something about that, yes. that's the scripture that's often used by the naysayers. Sure. They say, no, you're not doing it orderly. and mm-hmm. You're not doing it orderly. Mm-hmm. Well... That's not what it means either. Right. You know, Jesus said, and this is a bad paraphrase, okay. and I'll let you try to find it. All okay? Right. But he said, he said, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm. And in the end, he said, do not deny the Holy Spirit. Mm. That is unforgivable is the mm. word he used. Yeah. And in essence, he was saying, you have denied the Father. You have taken what the, and you've completely misunderstood him. He was speaking to the Jews. And you're going to deny the son. He knew what was going to happen. And basically he was saying, you got one more chance. Mm -hmm. Don't deny the Holy Spirit. And most people, no matter what church they're in, and I could name denominations, I can tell you the denominations that are, you take Catholics, for example, and those are the people who historically have been most uh, receptive of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because they're raised with this understanding. They hear about the Holy Spirit all the time. In, in their doctrine, it's there. And then there are those, and I'm not going to mention them, but we all know what they are. There are those who have denied the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, they have de- and they have downplayed. And those are the people who have the most problem with it. And I, sure. and, and, and I feel for those because that's just bad teaching. Mm-hmm. That's just not looking at the Bible. And every one of us finds things in the Bible that we are simply not comfortable with. Right. You don't get to tear the page out. You have to hold it up and say, yeah, this is the truth. Now, Father, will you please explain this to me? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And he will. He yep. promises he will. Absolutely. problem is he promises to do it by the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll be our teacher. That's so, right. That's right. You know. um, so if someone's watching this or listening to this and they want to learn more about what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit, and I love that the approach that you took on Sunday was not— oh, su- such and such says this about the Holy Spirit or such and such church or such and such denom- denomination. I mean, you, you took it right from the Bible. It was, yes. This is what yeah. the Bible says. So if somebody's watching this or listening to this say, where can I go to read more about this, to learn more about what does the Bible actually say about the Holy Spirit? Where, where, what are some passages that you might um, encourage someone to go read?
1: Well, I just happen to be teaching a class on it this Sunday. How about yeah. that, you know? Yeah, you know, because this um, stirred up
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of wonderful questions and a lot of wonderful people. Yeah. And so in talking with the staff, talking with my son, Pastor James, uh, I'm going to be starting a class this Sunday mm-hmm. for three weeks. We're going to just talk about the Holy Spirit. yeah. And we're going to look at the scriptures. We're going to look at the Old Testament and see. Mm-hmm. Here's where he, the Holy Spirit showed up. Here, mm-hmm. here was the promise. See, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came and then he left. Mm, right. We see it had happened all the time. He came on someone and then he left. Right. That's why Jesus, when he said, "He's going to come in and, and he'll and he's not going to leave. He's not yeah. going to. I'll not leave you orphans." What a wonderful comment. Yeah. You know, and so. We're going to look at the Old Testament. We're going to look at the New Testament. We're going to spend time in the in the letters to the churches about the gifts of the Spirit. But more important, more important than the gifts of the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and to remember that it is the gift of the Father. It's the promise of the Father. Mm-hmm. Jesus said. I'm, I'm going to send forth the promise of the Father upon you. So wait here. Yeah. And what was the Father of the promise? We can't get around it. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He was speaking to believers at the time. Yeah, they had received a breath, uh, the yeah. touch of the Holy Spirit. But he was saying, "I'm going to give it into you in such a way you're going to be immersed in it." Right. And that is exactly the difference between Acts chapter one and the rest of the book of Acts.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So that's what we're going to look at.
0: Yeah, I love that. And um, that distinction that before Jesus ascended, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. They had it. And then he said, now wait.
1: Yeah, there yeah. was more. Yeah, it was exactly what happened in the garden. Mm-hmm. Exactly what happened in the garden. Jesus, or the uh, the word says that God breathed on this dead clay form of Adam. It was right. just a clay form, whatever, a mud sculpture right breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul and on that resurrection evening it says jesus breathed on them mm-hmm. and said what receive my breath my holy breath my holy yeah. spirit yeah and man became a living soul for the first time since the garden since the garden is that incredible it really is and then he said but then but then how much more there's more there's more wait yeah wait and there's more for us, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I, I think one of the most common um, passages that I have heard um, is is 1 Corinthians, I think it's t- chapters 12 through 14. Yeah. Talks a lot about that. And I love that right in the middle is sandwiched, the love chapter, chapter 13.
1: Yeah, you can have all of these gifts, but if you don't have the fruit.
0: Right. <laughs> Right, you know. yeah, you are a noisy gong, a clanging symbol, yeah. you know things like yeah. that, and and we see that unfortunately, it's yeah, it's do. it's sad, yeah. but we do yeah. see that, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and then obviously all through Acts, we see lots of the 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 acts of the apostles. It's
1: Yeah, but it should be the acts of the Holy Spirit.
0: Right. Yes. You
1: know, and then also John thirteen through seventeen, uh, my some of my favorite yes. passages because that's where Jesus unfolds what this Holy Spirit is going to do, what he's going to be. And any no one can read that mm-hmm. and not desire right. the Holy Spirit. And it's not, please understand, it's not just having a closer relationship with him. Mm-hmm. It's being mm-hmm. baptized by him. Yes. And by the way, that's not a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. It says to be filled with the Spirit continually. Right. Continually. Right. But yeah, there's this initial action that takes place. Yeah. And we shouldn't fear it. right? And we shouldn't uh, build, uh, 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 you know, like, uh, I don't know, fortresses around our doctrine, you know. Yeah. He's come to set us free.
0: Right, right. Enjoy it. I mean, he's good. It's a good gift. And and, and it's right there. So, well, um, I wish we could have some more time to talk some more, but uh, we are out of time. But thank you for taking uh, some moments out of your day to talk about this. And uh, thank you. Uh, for taking some time out of your day to watch or listen to this episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of this. If you are watching this video or listening to this um, at the time of its release, we are going to be holding some classes on the Holy Spirit here at our Church Freedom Fellowship uh, on Sundays at 9 a.m. in our veranda. Um, so if again, if you are Watching or listening to this at the time of release, please make it a point to come to that. It's going to be an awesome three weeks of teaching about what does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit. Again, not what does so and so you know person yeah, from such and such church favorite or internet preacher. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just looking at what does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit. So we do hope that you will make it a priority to uh, be a part of that. Uh, if you're listening to or watching this at the time, thank you so much again for watching. This